Murder and Mayhem in Jefferson County, Missouri. Murder in the Family. Russell Becker, 1929. 21-year-old Ora Becker was about six months pregnant, but she and her husband Russell Becker were having marital problems. She had moved back to her parents' home in Hematite, Missouri. Russell wanted his wife to return to him, so even though he knew he wasn't welcome at the home of his in-laws, Perry and Emma Cook, he showed up around 8 p.m. Saturday night, September 14, 1929, to try to work things out. Ora agreed to meet him at the barn to discuss their situation. Russell could tell he was making progress with his wife when he noticed his brother-in-law, 27-year-old Clarence Cook, marching out toward them, carrying a double-barreled shotgun. "'If you have something to say to her, you come up to the house to say it,' Clarence demanded. "'You know I'm not welcome there,' Russell replied. Ora's mother was not far behind her son, trying to defuse the situation." Realizing he was outnumbered, Russell agreed to leave and began to walk away. Clarence raised the shotgun as if to shoot Russell, and Ora screamed. Hearing the distress of his young wife, Russell came running back toward them, while Mrs. Cook and Ora sought to wrest the gun away from Clarence. At the same time, a car came toward them, carrying Mr. and Mrs. Charles Barnhart and Mr. and Mrs. Frank Wall and their son. The blinding headlights of the car gave Becker a short opportunity, and he began to run away down the road. At that point, Clarence got control of the gun and shot, hitting Russell in the back. As soon as the occupants of the vehicle heard the shot and the screams of the women, they stopped and the men got out to investigate what the trouble might be and to offer help. They were told by Clarence to get back in the car and leave or they'd be next. Not knowing what else to do, they obeyed. To make sure they didn't come back, Clarence fired the gun toward their car as it sped away. They quickly alerted the police about what they had witnessed. Despite the hysterical pleas of his sister to help Russell, Clarence left the scene. Ora and Mrs. Cook were able to find a neighbor who agreed to take Russell to the hospital in Crystal City. However, the blast of the shot had torn through Russell's kidneys and he died shortly after arrival. Welcome to another episode of Murder and Mayhem in Jefferson County, Missouri. I am your host, Mindy Hudson, genealogist at the Jefferson County Library. Each week we bring you stories of murder, mayhem, and scandal that have occurred in the county over its 200-year history. Jefferson County is located about 25 miles south of St. Louis in the foothills of the Ozark Mountains. The story of the murder of Russell Becker was pieced together using the databases and resources available in the library genealogy department. All families have scandal or tragedy woven into the narrative of their history. Sometimes the stories involve strangers or events unrelated to the people whose lives are affected, but often the tragic events are a result of passion or revenge. 
The story of the death of Russell Bicker is a sad tale of family conflict. Perry Cook and Emma Copeland made their home in the small community of Hematite, which is located about seven miles west of Festus on the banks of the Joachim Creek. The town was established in 1861 by Stephen Osborne. Named for the iron ore found in the surrounding cliffs, Hematite was a bustling community in the early 20th century, boasting two general stores, doctors' and dentists' offices, a blacksmith's shop, a barber shop, a school, and two churches which are still active today. Perry and Emma Cook had two children, Clarence Elmer and Ora Inabel. Clarence married Eunice Williams in 1926, and Ora married Russell Becker the following year. The eldest son of Preston Press Becker and Lily Priester, Russell was raised in Rush Tower in Platten Township with three younger siblings. By the age of 17, he was living in a boarding house on Broadway Street in Crystal City, Missouri, and working at the plate glass factory. It is likely that he met his future father-in-law there, as both marked the factory as their occupation in the 1920 census. Whatever caused the rift between the young Beckers was serious enough that Ora had left him and moved back to her parents' house. It also produced very hard feelings between her family and her husband. It was clear he had been told not to show up there. Desperate to make things right, he chanced the ire of his in-laws and convinced Ora to talk with him. She later stated that her brother was furious that she was considering returning to her marriage. But she wanted to try to save the marriage. After all, she was about to give birth to their first child. After the shooting, Ora ran to her dying husband and threw herself upon him, sobbing. Although they were able to get him to the hospital, his injuries were too severe to survive. Clarence had fled following the shooting, but turned himself into the sheriff the following day. He also confessed to the murder, but said he had not meant to kill Russell. He said he had meant to shoot over his head, but in the scuffle with his mother and sister, the gun was knocked down just as he fired. Clarence, a handsome young man with dark hair and gentle eyes, was no stranger to bouts of temper. In August 1921, he was charged with felonious assault in Jefferson County, but no details have been found about that incident. Cook was slated to be tried for the murder of Becker in November 1929, but Judge E. M. Deering postponed the trial until the January 1930 term of court. The shock and strain of the death of their son, Russell Becker, most certainly weighed heavy on his bereaved parents. The week that the trial was to take place, Press Becker was shoveling corn into the barn when he suffered a ruptured intestine. He was rushed to St. John's Hospital in St. Louis, where he died. There was some mystery how the injury occurred, as those types of ruptures generally are a result of a blow to the abdomen. 
Within weeks of burying a son, Mrs. Becker and children gathered at the Festus Crystal City Baptist Church for the funeral of another loved one. Press Becker was buried in the Gamel Cemetery. In December, Ora Becker gave birth to a son she named Raymond Paul Becker. She continued to live with her parents along with the new baby. Clarence Cook's trial was held in Jefferson County in January 1930. He was found guilty of second-degree murder and sentenced to 30 years imprisonment at the state penitentiary. In September that year, his wife Eunice filed for divorce and had her maiden name, Williams, restored. Ora Becker died March 2, 1934, at the age of 25 of tuberculosis. Raymond was only four years old. His Cook grandparents raised him. Clarence Cook served 11 years of his 30-year sentence. He was released on parole by Governor Stark in January 1941. In December of that year, Perry Cook died of tuberculosis. In December 1946, a short article in the Jefferson County Republican mentioned that, quote, Clarence Cook of St. Louis visited his mother, Mrs. Emma Cook, and his nephew, Raymond Becker, end quote. Clarence eventually moved back to Jefferson County and married Ruth DeLay, who was about 30 years younger than he. They had one son. She passed away in January 1995 at 50, and Clarence died three months later. He was 92. They are buried in the Hematite Methodist Cemetery. Was Clarence Cook a hot-headed young man who allowed bitterness toward his brother-in-law to cause him to make a tragic choice which brought unbearable sorrow to so many? Or was he a loving brother trying to protect his sister from an abusive situation? We'll probably never know. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Murder and Mayhem in Jefferson County, Missouri, brought to you by the Jefferson County Library Genealogy Department, located at the Northwest Branch, 5680 Highway PP, High Ridge, Missouri. Visit our Facebook page for articles and photographs relating to this and other episodes. If you have questions or comments, please call us at 636 636- Six seven seven eight one eight six, or email m hudson at j e f f c o l i b dot org. Join us again next week for prohibition and patricide. William Big Bill Zaruba, nineteen twenty nine.